This is the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less. Ever wish you could re-listen to your favorite interview or segment? Do you enjoy hearing older shows for the first time in years? Then the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less is just what you need. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Thank you, Mr. Lee, and thank all of you for listening. Yes, this is the best moments of the Barbecue Central show in 10 minutes or less. I'm your host, John Solberg, and today's episode is being brought to you by The Butcher Shop, purveyors of highly sought-after 100% Australian non-crossbred Waiwara briskets, and as always, they are handpicked just for you. The Butcher Shop has been retailing the finest meats for the past 15 years. Every week, they are shipping out competition-quality meats to many of the biggest teams in the competition scene across the nation. Simply put, teams who use the Butcher Shop win, and they win often. You're not a competitor, but you still have an eye for the finer cuts? Great news. The Butcher Shop is shipping some of the finest prime, dry-aged Australian Wagyu and Japanese Wagyu steaks to people just like you and me who aspire to be the kings and queens of the cul-de-sacs. The Butcher Shop always has Berkshire, Compart Duroc, Allegiance Duroc, and Prairie Fresh all-natural pork in stock, and they're going to hand-pick it out and ship it to you. You might be saying, John, that sounds amazing, but I want to try something exotic. Well, rest easy knowing the Butcher Shop can get you your next elk steak or camel roast and a lot of other exotic stuff. Yes, they can, and they're going to ship it out promptly. Let's review the best competition briskets. Check. The best pork selection check, giving you a better overall option to cook at home check. So please give the butcher shop a call today, 850-458-8782. That's 850-458-8782. Be sure you mention the Barbecue Central Show for 10% off your entire order each and every time. You can also interact with them on their Facebook page, facebook.com slash the butcher shop. Don't forget shop is spelled S-H-O-P-P-E. The Butcher Shop, home of the 100% Australia non-crossbred Waiwara briskets. Hey, let's take a jump on back now to 2011, where Greg catches up with the uh, backyard barbecuer, Doug Killalee. For the traditional After Dark segment now. Thanks to Shane Draper and Tim Patton for joining me on the After Dark segment, or I'm sorry, on the Barbecue Ribs Roundtable, which extended well into the second hour. We have uh, Doug Killily still in the studio from Mayfield Heights, Ohio. And let me make sure I don't screw this up. There we go. It's not going to happen. Thanks, everybody else, for hanging with me on the Ustream side, also on the audio side. Anybody else that has gone ahead and checked it out over at the OutdoorCookingChannel.com. Thanks to Kevin Bevington for doing that as well. In case you missed the interview that I had with Kevin Bevington, um, it was maybe like a month and a half, uh, maybe two months ago. He is on a mission to bring outdoor cooking to the masses and uh, starting on the Internet first and then to be gone ahead and delivered through uh, mainstream channels, uh, satellite television and broadcast television uh, so hopefully, maybe one day you'll see me on the uh, Outdoor Cooking Channel as it gets picked up by DirecTV and AT&T U-verse. And by the way, if anybody needs, never mind. Uh, we are here with uh, Doug Killily. So figured we'd have a little After Dark segment, uh, maybe turn the microphones around a little bit. Uh, it's not often that we have somebody that's actually in the studio to talk barbecue with. And uh, this is a backyard guy. So the majority of the listening audience is in some form or fashion uh, a, a backyard person, mostly. Obviously, there's a certain contingent 
that is competition side and, and they like to listen to the people that I have on that are on the competition circuit. Uh, but Doug, you're a backyard guy too. Yeah. How did you actually get into barbecue? What sparked the interest? And uh, we'll go on from there. I, I, when I was uh, in Boy Scouts years ago, uh, in Boy Scouts, we had this like summer camp and it was a week and you know we're gone and, and my dad would come pick us up. And it, when he picked us up, we knew where we were going to go. We were going to drive two hours out of the way to go to Weird in West Virginia to get ribs. And there's this place called Happy's Ribs. And uh, I don't know if it's still there. I know it was there a few years ago because I work for a steel company now. And we were down there visiting Weirton Steel. And uh, we ended up hitting Happy's afterwards. But those ribs and that taste, and, you know, I was, you know, in seventh, eighth, ninth grade. And, you know, it, tasting those ribs and the texture and the flavor, it, it's locked into memory. So for me, getting into barbecue, it's all about hitting that, that same experience and, and achieving that same taste that I remember uh, from years ago. And, and, you know, my dad going way out of the way to make sure that we go to this rib place. It was just such a cool experience. And, you know, and dads all do something special for their kids. But for us, it was, you get to eat as many ribs as you want. So, you know, I'm, I'm in seventh, eighth grade and I'm eating a, a rack and a half and my dad's high-fiving me at the table. You know, he's thinking, this is great, you know, bring out, you know, we're done, but bring out another half rack because I think he can eat it. And, and it was a fantastic experience. So, no, I don't know what they did there, um, but those ribs were definitely fall off the bone. And, and I actually think that they may have boiled them, which is, you know, sacrilege, but. You know. <laughs> we can't confirm or deny that. We can't confirm or deny that, but, you know, it, it, they were like literally fall off the bone. But I, I liked it, that the meat still had a great texture and, and it's locked into memory, man. So, um, and then the other big thing was going to Cincinnati. We had relatives down there and Montgomery Inn in Cincinnati is very well known. Mm-hmm. And in fact, even when I got into barbecue, there's a guy I work with that he emailed me a recipe for their sauce one day. I was like, dude, I'm like, I've been there before. Uh, and, and, and so is half the country. So it, it's, you know, it's one of those things my dad did for us that, you know, at a very young age made me attracted to the, you know, barbecue and but what actually got me into it was uh, a few years ago, I met, I met my wife and, you know, we were uh, about to get married and she bought me uh, a barbecue class at the Viking store. And that's, that's actually what got me into it. Sitting down for, you know, whatever it was, you know, three, four hours and, you know, getting training on, on a, a butt, finding out what a butt is and uh, doing ribs, you know, <laughs> I mean, I know what a butt is, but, um, from that point on, everything changed. I didn't have a smoker. I tried using the grill. I, as I mentioned earlier, I tried using the gas grill, but uh, I used the oven. And you know, I, I at least got into a, a barbecue. You know, using liquid smoke and those things to make up for not having you know an actual smoker, uh, and just fell in love with it. I'm like, you know, you know what? It's going to be worth the 375 bucks for a Weber Smoky Mountain. I'm going to do it. So I, I finally, you know, coughed up the change for it. And now I'm smoking. So as you look back on your time, as you say, barbecuing in the oven versus now barbecuing in the Weber Smoky Mountain, how big of a change has it been moving into that apparatus as it has been keeping it in the house the whole time? It's completely different. I got to tell you, when you're using a mesquite liquid smoke and you're using it in the oven, (laughs) it's going to reek up the whole house. Uh, You know, we'd have friends over. We were always excited. Oh, we're going to have barbecue today. Let's have them over. We're making it in the oven. So it was a complete joke. But, uh, you know, the mesquite liquid smoke is so strong. So uh, the whole house would reek of it. So, like, how would would you actually... uh, I'm a big proponent, and, you know, if you haven't listened to all of the archives of the show... 
to me, liquid smoke is like devil juice. The devil might as well (laughs) flip out his package and pee all over you because it must be the same thing. And I'm totally anti liquid smoke anything. But how did you actually apply it? I'm very interested in hearing that. Uh, Well, what we would do is... uh, Hey, before I invite you to go listen to the rest of this show, how amazing does this show sound? The in-studio quality in 2011 is fantastic. This show, this show sounds great. You want to head over to the BBQCentralShow.com, check out the rest of this episode, find out how Doug used the devil's urine, and also the front end of this is one of the greatest backyard rib round tables of all time. So head on over to the BBQCentralShow.com. Link in the show notes is going to take you to the complete episode. Go check that out. Hey, get a hold of me anytime you like. John, J-O-N, John at the BBQCentralShow.com. And until next time on the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less, I'm your host, John Solberg. I look forward to talking to you again soon.